Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, brew some coffee, pour a cup. It's time for some more Coffee Talk. It's Bashomania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashamania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm hoping this goes smooth, by the way, because last week... I spilled a cup of water in its entirety on my laptop. Dude, what happened? I, I just, I <laughs> knocked it over. I panicked and my uh, wife's grandmother was here and like wanted to see the house for the first time. I haven't seen her in a while and it was pandemonium. I ran down the street to a little corner store. I bought 25 pounds of rice, <laughs> put, put rice in a laundry basket because my buddy, Kevin, said look at just like a phone in rice you got to put the laptop in rice that, i mean that makes sense right it does yeah. it's just it's a, it's a lot more rice to get it's, a laptop. it's like way, way more rice than like than for this guy and my yeah. wife's like why the heck did you put get 25 pounds of rice then the laptop goes in and you're still not even close but so if i'm hoping everything goes smoothly with this podcast this is the first podcast since watergate of 2021 unbelievable so hoping that goes smooth before we go too far into this podcast guys if you haven't followed attack yet follow attack we've gotten some requests and the beta code should be coming soon for the app attack is a new training app for wrestlers and other high level athletes that is launching soon on the app store it's an app and a game where you score points based on your workouts and compete on leaderboards to see who truly works the hardest it's the newest product to the wrestling market built by wrestlers with tons of cool elements, including technique portals that will change the way technique is consumed. Follow them on social at attack.app. That's A-T-A-C dot A-P-P for more and be among the first to get access to the app. Your favorite wrestlers on the platform. You should be too. I don't want to say more than that. When the app launches, we're going to have a lot to say. But I'm ex- I'm just excited for it, really. Yeah, I'm excited and I'm grateful for them. Like they've been a part of this. I, mm-hmm. I've like on the marketing side been a little involved. Um, so I, I'm super like the marketing guy in me loves to see how a product infiltrates a market. Right. And I and I'm the kind of like since I started my company, I have everybody in their mother that calls me and says, I got an idea. I want to start this. Have and you I'm, heard any good ones? I've heard some amazingly good ones and I've heard there some disasters. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Where it's like it's like 60 seconds in and I know it's a complete and utter waste of time to even finish the phone call, but right. you try to guide somebody in the right way. Like the best is when somebody says, "I got an idea for an app nobody's thought of." I'm like, "I doubt it, but try me." It. Yeah. <laughs> like like there's probably no way, but apps are new and coming out and i think like what the, what attack is doing is they're changing they're making something better it's not just like oh we've got a new idea we're gonna let you block blue light with your phone like they're wow. doing some that would be 
amazing it was possible that'd be that'd be interesting yeah yeah sunglass chenzo by the way today mm-hmm. makes reminds me that i need to go buy my glasses because my eyes are shot i um i could use a new pair too you know it's been it's been a bit since i've uh indulged in some sunglasses but i'm a big sunglasses guy who so. just bought some mark hall i just saw he was posting not too long ago new ray-ban yes. vibes wow that's what i'm wearing right now but <clears throat> yeah how was your um, weekend you know, I uh, I can't complain too much. Um, good little uh, weekend at the Olympic Doles. Uh, M2 Magicians take home the team title. Uh, we did pretty and good. And they won by a large margin too, correct? Um, it wasn't... Did I see know, 42-10 somewhere? I don't think that was the final. Um, Maybe that sem- was like a first round. Yeah, this, the semifinal was 51-50, to 50, I want to say. Dang. With an Iowa team. Yeah, it was super close. Those guys came to scrap, but... Uh, M2 Magicians champs at the Olympic Doles. There's so much bad. There's so much interesting storylines on youth and high school wrestling. I mm. just don't know where to start to like start following it. Like I get yeah. that you're coaching, so you have the connection that's so much easier. Like Right, and I didn't know anything about high school wrestling since I was in high school until this yeah. year. So, you kind of Do kinda... you have a favorite at M2? Do I have a favorite? Yeah. Oh, I I can't pick favorites. So so you have one and don't want to say it, or you truly don't have one. I have multiple favorites. I don't have like okay, a, that's fair. A favorite. I have multiple. That's that fair. Do they know? They probably have a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, so, so here's the here's the context for why I even thought that. You and Willie did like an eight minute interview, which was hilarious. It was great, mm-hmm. and you got super excited. I believe it was over Jude Swisher. Yeah, that's that's one of my boys. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I can tell Chenzo's a couple favorites. Like, you just naturally you connect with some people more, whether you like them or not. More, you connect with people more. Well, and it's like you know he's he's gotten a ton better. That's just you know we've had a lot of guys that have gotten a ton better over the past you know even year, and he's just one yep. of them. So it's just it's exciting to watch you know those guys. You know, and even we have some girls too. It's exciting to watch them grow as wrestlers. Is it contagious to coach? Like, does it make you want to coach more and more? Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I do like it. I just, uh, actually just came from a private lesson with some kids. Um, so doing more stuff like that, it's, you know, it, like I said, like just watching them progress and everything like that, it's pretty fulfilling and it helps me with my wrestling also. Speaking of privates. If somebody wants a camp clinic, private lesson, what can they do? Because it they is can, camp season. They can go to the website. Want to tell them about the website? Chenzojoseph.com. We got, we got to put a link tree in your bio, by the way. Yeah, we do. I don't have we any need of those. To, by I way, don't know how to do any of that stuff. No, that's, yeah, I got to do it. Just like you're <laughs> on like, Facebook now. I think you just hit 100, 100 new followers. Did I really? Yeah. Go, and there's no content me. yet. We got to connect your Facebook so that when you post on Instagram, it automatically goes there. Yeah, I'm like technologically challenged yeah. almost. I'm like an old person when it comes to that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm a like, wrestling skill challenged. So <laughs> I get it. I like, I'll go to grab my phone out of my pocket and my flashlight will be on like all okay. the time. That That's common though. That Like you can be a pro. You okay. can be like an absolute pro and your flashlight goes off. As long as it's right, not That makes you feel better. I feel like a grandpa or something. As long as it's somewhere where it's not awkward. Like that's the worst. Like, your waiter comes over and it's shining in their face. <laughs> like, yeah, like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> right. But either way, that's and and we we run a company that specializes in helping people doing it. So it's not just you. It's All right, well, that, everybody that makes that help. makes me feel way better. Carter, what's up, dude? Good boys. I love that color t shirt. 
Yeah, it looks good. I love man. it. Where'd you get that? I think a hot pink. I got it at like it was Forever 21 back home. Oh. Like, all the ladies like it too, so I gotta be fresh. There you go. <laughs> My sister-in-law just made me a sweatshirt that color that says Lake Becky, which is the name of the pond that I gave to the pond. And <laughs> I'm I'm obsessed with the sweatshirt. But actually my wife's just walking by wearing it. Um but oh, so I, you gotta rock it next time. I, I will. It was right. actually so every time before we record, I have out somewhere what I'm gonna wear. Today was the RBY national championship shirt. But but then I end up sitting on calls and work stuff, and now I'm just like I'm wearing the content, 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 content. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, no. I'm re I'm repping my gang here, my M2 guys. So that's, that's just uh that's what I was on today. I'm so gonna, wait, but I want so Carter, real quick because Normally, we talk about some topics, then bring on our guests. We wanted you to talk about the topics with us. But I've kind of got a beef with Roman now because he sent me his national championship shirt. Did he not help you design a Carter national championship shirt? No, I don't have wow. one. Wow. I got to get on that. Wow, we need to get a national championship shirt for Carter. What are we doing? That's right. Fresh yeah. national champ, baby. That's right. Love it. So let's start here. Ben Askren and Jake Paul this weekend. I'm like, so Chenzo, we talked about it back in December. We said, we did. We said, this is a, this is a great payday opportunity for Ben props for taking it. I don't understand why Jake is doing it. Like, but I, I'm, I, I understand why he did it. I'm starting to think Jake is just like a marketing genius. I think like, he is. They sold yeah, a million and be. a half of these, a million and a half. I think he's a pretty good fighter too. I mean, boxer. We won't say fighter. I think he's a good boxer. Um, but yeah, he's. I mean, clearly he's a marketing whiz. You know, he's been crushing it for years, and he's just getting bigger and bigger now. Yeah, he's fighting. He's fighting big names that like aren't very good. You know what I mean? So that's pretty. Yeah. I I saw I saw a tweet and it was like it was like um, Jake Paul like after boxing for three years and beating three people that aren't boxers and it was like MJ like with the, the trophy, whole trophy. Like, yeah like crying I was like it's like damn that's funny but yeah he's um he is beating guys that are not boxers but like you know he looks half decent at least he uh, looks I, it but like if, Car if Carter you giving him the one two or what bro yeah I would I would definitely sleep him yeah yeah <laughs> I would well, definitely I love all the MMA fighters that are coming out now, and they're like, "Dude, step into the cage. I will kill you. I will expose you. I will like just <laughs> annihilate you. I will kill you." But like Jake's playing into being that villain. Like Ben retired twice, had hip surgery, trained in an aspect of combat sports he's never trained for, and like you just said, Jake is acting like he just beat Muhammad Ali. <laughs> like I mean, he's falling to his knees, crying after. I mean, if you've never, you know, experienced a victory in sports before, like it's pretty cool. So, like, even like, even like those, like, you know, I haven't experienced I'll say, that many. <laughs> I'll, I'll like, you know, that's that's a victory for him in a, in a way. I mean, maybe it's not the greatest victory of all time, but it, a win's a win, and you know, kind of get your blood going a little bit. But blood do pumping, you, do you think that for him? I don't think he thinks like he wins and then he's like i'm the greatest boxer in the world i just beat ben askren i think he thinks like i just sold a million and a half fights and had a great payday i'm a winner yeah i mean that's, that's what, what i do you know what i mean like why yeah. not i mean he's making mad money off of it 
Yeah, I mean, but if it's just pure emotion, like directly after the fight, that's from the fight. But if it's afterwards and he's gloating and celebrating, probably from probably from the bread. I have no idea. Well, what's that? I said, how many fans were there? I don't think many. There was like no fans allowed, but oh, really? like Jake and Ben both had like an entourage of people yeah. that they let in. That's a different level of like of excitement when there's like a crowd. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, really we talked about that on the podcast. Yeah, 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 bro. If you if you would have won that title this year with a full crowd, it would have been even more electric than it already was. Yeah, a lot more. A lot more electric. <laughs> no, I listen. I was still pretty pumped up. I mean, anytime one of my guys gets it done, crowd or no crowd. Oh uh, yeah, it's the it's, same. It's, I'm not gonna lie. Like, it was, mm-hmm. I was hyped. Yeah, that's uh that's a win that no matter what, that's like a goal you have forever. I don't think that matters whether there's fans or not. I think it can only amplify your emotion. Yeah. Like I don't think it can take away emotion, but I definitely think when you add the aspect of fans, like for me, that's one of my favorite aspects to going to NCAAs is the fans. Like hearing people cheer when somebody shouldn't win or like there's a team race and you know Colin Moore gets upset and everybody's going nuts like Bo beating Miles like you know those moments are still exciting with no fans but yeah. with fans I mean it how loud do you want it Chenzo for your first one I don't I don't remember a lot dude um it was it was <laughs> <laughs> it was banging in there pretty good yeah but um yeah I was just after my first one, I was just pure adrenaline. I don't really remember a ton, to be honest. Yeah. I was pretty amped up. Um, but this ain't about me. So let's go back. I want to go back to the very beginning of your season this year. First match against Indiana. So your first, you know, college match, you come out, you get thrown, you start chipping away. Well, you know, I've never experienced anything like that, especially in my first college match or anything. So yeah. can you just talk about that a little bit? Um. When I first got thrown, I was just like, damn, like, that was quick. You know what I mean? I was like, like we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to college. <laughs> like, it's time to wake up. And then, like, um, I started chipping away. And then, like, I wasn't real nervous, like, after it first happened. But, like, I'm like, damn, like, I'm in a hole now. You know what I mean? So, I'm like, I don't want to lose. So, like, I was kind of doing some with some drunk moves because I was trying to come back real quick. But then once I lost, I was just like, I just sat down. I was like, yo, like. Coach Kill really went undefeated. You know what I mean? Like first match, like that's yeah. not happening anymore. So, like, <laughs> I mean, I didn't take it. Like, I mean, I knew I knew that kid wasn't very good at all. You know what I mean? Like, the next time he wrestled, like he's gonna get destroyed. So I mean, it's all good. But then, I mean, it was good though. You know what I mean? Like, I got better. I learned. So yeah, you did, and you could tell that you know just throughout the year too. You just kept getting better and better. Yeah. And um, you know, just a lot of the matches you won, just straight grit. I mean, yeah. there was a lot of things going on behind the scenes, especially with you that um, nothing, you know, bad, but just, you know, making it a little tough on you. Yeah. And we knew that. And, you know, a lot of, you know, admiration and respect from us for that, too. It was just cool to no. watch you throughout the year. Yeah. yeah, it was it was definitely a roller coaster of a year. Like I never experienced like anything like that. You know what I mean? Like we're like it's up and then like it's like right here and then it's down and it's up. And it was like it was real weird because like I want to crush everyone and then like I was winning some close matches and I wasn't very happy. So it was like, it was kind of weird, but it's all good though. And you, you had similar in high school where you lost in the finals your sophomore year, 
then you went on a bender, go undefeated two years with two state championships. How do you balance those highs and lows and use those lows? Like we talk about in this podcast all the time, like so, so many people, they get really distracted by defeat. And so much of wrestling is health and timing. And you kind of honed in on what went wrong. Didn't make it too emotional. Like after you lose in the state finals, undefeated two state championships, you lose your college debut and then you go on a tear and avenge a loss against Kemmer. Like how are you balancing those highs and lows? Yeah. Well, so like it's for me. So when I played football when I was a kid, I was coaching my dad. And he always said, each day you have a decision and that's to get better or get worse. You know what I mean? So then I always thought about it. So I'm like, it's real easy when everything's going good. It's to stay on course. You know what I mean? When, when you're winning, everything's going good in life. But when things go bad, I feel like that's what separates. It's like, it's the best from the, like, it's the other pack. So then like when anytime, like in life, when it can be in sports or like not in sports, like, I'll listen to myself, like, let's see who I really am, right? Like, in this moment right here, you know what I mean? So, like, I'll just – I kind of like um, it's those tough moments because that's when I thrive. And do you, do you think that's kind of like a base from where you got your work ethic from? If, if you guys listening don't know, Carter is probably one of the, if not the hardest working athlete I've ever seen. Kale said so. that. In a podcast that now is no longer on the internet, Kale came on – this podcast just before the first NLWC event on Rockfin. And I said, who are you most excited for? I know you're a coach. You're excited for all of your athletes. But like, who are you most excited for? And he didn't really hesitate. And he said you. And ever since then, I'm like, wait, did he say Carter? Or did he say you? No, he said <laughs> Carter Storaki. Right, right. By the way, is it Storaki or is it Italian like Storaci? Because I've heard both. It's like C-A. <laughs> <laughs> okay not I'll barachi listen. either it's not yeah. not barachi not sriracha either <laughs> not, not sriracha sriracha gotcha so that work ethic, but, yeah man. where did it come from i think it's just like i was just born with it you know what i mean because like when i was born like anything i do like i want to win you know what i mean like it can be video games it can be anything so like like in my mind Everything that I can control, I'm going to like, I'm going to like, I'm going to do it like max, like maxed out. You know what I mean? So then like I'm working on finding a balance with all that stuff too. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I mean, I enjoy winning and I enjoy working out and I enjoy all that stuff. So quick, quick story, quick story. I'm going to cut you off. Quick story. Carter's, Carter's a junior in high school. He's up working out at Penn State. He's wrestling with me. Okay. And he's going hard. You know, we're. He's getting after it, going, you know, balls to the wall, as, you know, some high school kids do with college kids. Usually they all start that way. And then, you know, five, 10 minutes in, it's like, boom, like heads down, they're done. He comes at me the entire time. At the end, towards the end of practice, actually gets in on my legs. I have real heavy hips. As a high school junior, lifts me up in the air, takes me down. <laughs> I go to I go to Kale after practice. I was like, yo, we need this guy. I was like, I was like, I was like, you just see what he's doing? Like, we need this boy. Yeah. yeah. I remember that practice too. That was that was fun. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was dead afterwards. I'm not gonna lie. I was, I was Those sick. are the best. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And like that's like, you know, I have similar stories too with me being recruited wrestling different places. Like I was wrestling yeah. Zane and, and he was just 
working me, but you know, <laughs> I'm I'm dead tired, but I'm like going crazy trying to yeah. beat this guy because I hate it. I've got two different things to go off of that. One is you said you're uber competitive. So last week on here, I was saying that potentially my patriotism got the best of me when I told Chimizo, stop training here if you don't like America. And we started talking about pettiness and how far it can get us. I'm curious in your competitiveness, what's the dumbest thing you've ever been competitive in winning? Um, I'd probably say it was FIFA. Um, I was playing my brother in high school and I was talking crap, like, like <laughs> for a long time, you know what I mean? And like, he's playing on and off and then like, he's running his mouth too. And I'm losing like, and it's at halftime. I'm, I'm down two one. And then he starts tripping my ear and like, I like freak out. And then I end up losing the game. And then long story short, it was me and him, me and him and I'm getting to a fist fight with it. And it was pretty funny. But, <laughs> But it was, who who won um, the fist fight? I did. I did. <laughs> so he Easy. won the battle. You won the war. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I recall a FIFA game between me and you at one point. You told me you never lost in FIFA. Yeah. I mean, so, I count that loss. I mean, that that was that was bogus. You lost. You <laughs> lost to me in FIFA, also. I did. I did. So mm-hmm. the other area I wanted to go off of that was, I heard the interview you gave after. You win NCAAs this year. And Gary Abbott asked you about who you train with and who helps grow you. And I'm expecting, like, I would have thought you were going to say Casey or Bo. For whatever reason, those were two that I was just thinking. And you say Thomas Gilman, which I love. Like, Thomas Gilman is just, like, I become more of a fan of him every day. And the more NLWC and Penn State guys that train around him, and women, because I think Helen just said something too. They're like, it, it's impossible not to be a Thomas Gilman fan when you're around him. Speak to your relationship with Gilman and what it's been like having him in the room. Yeah, so like I've always liked watching Gilman wrestle, like when I was in high school, because like he was mean and tough, and I always liked that. And then I remember one practice. It was over the summer. I'm out of shape a little bit. Like I had a little break, so it was it was during one of the breaks when those coaches were showing moves and I was laying down and he walks over to me and he kicks me. He's like, yo, get up. And then in my head, I'm like, all right, dude, like you didn't just kick me. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> I'm play this, you know? like I'm thinking how to play this. Like, do I freak out? Or is like, cause like that's something I probably would do too. You know what I mean? So I'm like, all right, like he has some balls, you know what I mean? So then I didn't get up because like, that kind of irritated me a little bit. And then, like, five minutes later, like, he comes back and kicks me in the heart. He was like, get the F up. And I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> this little dude, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's about it. So I'm like, all right, like, I respect him. You know what I mean? And then, um, so I knew he was hard-nosed. And then he's just always trying to help us out. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's always calling me over, hey, like, you should try this. And then, like, I'll give him up. Like, it's my advice, too. And then he's just super real and up front, you know what I mean? Like, they'll tell you how it is and what you got to do. And, like, I really respect that a lot. Yeah, and I can just talk to that too, man. He's he's an awesome dude, and he um, he pushes everyone around him. Yeah. And, you know, he, put, he doesn't just want himself to be the best. He wants everyone around him to be the best also. And it's, it's pretty cool to watch. And I've, I, have, I have a few funny stories, but uh, – I'll, I'll go into one real quick. Just please do. I was, uh, we were getting our weight down for one of the Rockfin matches. 
Okay, we're like down the wrestling room. I might have told this before, but I don't uh, think I've heard this one. The only one I've heard was I think when you didn't make weight. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the only uh, Gilman story I've heard about you. So <laughs> I'm down the wrestling room, and you guys are wrestling on the TVs, right? Like, because we have TVs up. I'm I'm just getting out of the sauna. I'm sitting on the mat with like my plastics on, and um, two of of the guys on the team are down there wrestling a match, like in their singlets, because they didn't get a match for this for whatever reason, and. I'm sitting there and I'm timing them with a stopwatch and then Gilman comes over and they're, they're 25 pounders. So this is, it's Gilman's domain, right? He comes <laughs> over and he goes, how much time is left? Or like, what period is it? I was like, there's like 10 seconds left of the match. And so that he's like, all right, match ends. I go, all right, time. And then Gilman goes overtime back on the line, like grabs the stopwatch <laughs> from me and just gets on the mat and starts refing. It makes him do like three overtimes and then it has him do conditioning afterwards. I was like, "What is it? What a crazy guy!" But yeah. I absolutely love it. Like, I, I love Gilman. He's nuts. Yeah, I mean, he's. But that's like that's what you want, right? That's what you want your no, older guys do, and you want them pushing the younger guys for sure. Especially, you know, they're younger college guys. Like that's what you want out of your club guys. No doubt. Yeah. And the loyalty he has, like I remember, as soon as he came to the NWC, he came in the podcast and he said, like I had talked, like, okay, so you went to Iowa, you were a Hawkeye, now you're a Nittany Lion. And he's like, look it, I'm grateful for my time there, but I'm a Nittany Lion. I'm in the trenches with these guys. This is who I want to win with. This is who I'm training with. And you can see it because there's a lot of camaraderie in general in Penn State. But like when Gilman won the trials, I don't think there's a single guy that's not like Thomas freaking Gilman. Like, let's go. He came out of nowhere. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, did you hear that question yeah mm-hmm. my, my fear in life when i do like interviews and stuff is to like ask a stupid question like that i don't know like you do you feel like you came out of nowhere that was just that was bizarre yeah that was bizarre so carter another thing about you that i'm personally like i really admire is your faith you come out and you don't just there's a lot of people that i think Speaking about God is sometimes intimidating for some. Some just get shy. But you come out, and there's little things you say that you can tell there's there's a sincere truth to. Like, I think it was after your Big Ten match, somebody was interviewing you, and you said, like, you know, I, I can't really go see my family because of COVID, so I'm going to stay home, spend some time praying. Like, you mentioned prayer. You mentioned things of talking to God. You mentioned um seeking god first like how much has your faith played a role in your career and your success so far yeah it plays everything honestly you know what i mean because like i put god first and everything i do whether it's like it's this interview because like i mean if it wasn't for god i mean like i won't have my family like or myself or like even this world you know what i mean so when i put god first like his power is infinite so when i look at things like that means I can do everything as well because, like, then I have no limit on me either. You know what I mean? And he just – and when I pray to God and I talk to God, I mean, it goes both ways. You know what I mean? Because, like, um, it's a good relationship. And, like, I just go to him, like, in good times and in bad times and just, like, on my free time. And it just brings me at peace with, like, everything I like, you know what I mean? Everyone has problems that they go through with its family or, or whatever it is, you know what I mean? And when I put God first, like I'm just at peace with everything. Has that evolved more recently or has that been like that for a while? It's always been like that. I was always high on my faith, you know what I mean? And then I've been taking it like it's more seriously. I go to Bible study and like all that stuff. So 
um, it's I've always been high in my faith. I think it's super cool, especially like when you see Chenzo and I have talked before about I'm always kind of surprised when wrestlers at different schools are buddies because we so often just look at the competitiveness of this school yeah. versus this school. But then like you see David Carr and Aaron Brooks doing a Bible study and it unites like two schools like Penn State and Iowa State aren't exactly really rivals right now. But you still it's cool to see that yeah. fellowship and it's cool to see that that bond between it and that it's at the it's at the forefront. I think there's, you know, like I said, it can be intimidating. I know for some people and it doesn't seem like you're trying to come out and make room for an yeah. interview. Like it's and, literally the first thing after you're. Yeah. Um, because like, I feel like, um, it's just so important because you have to give God all the glory, you know what I mean? Cause he's the one making everything happen. And two, you know, without God and his love, how can you like, it's reach your full capacity as a human being. You know what I mean? When like yeah. you have in your heart or if you're holding grudges, you know what I mean? And if you're, if you're doing bad things, I feel like that's going to like, it's you versus you in life. And if you don't put God first and you don't cherish his love and you hold it in your heart and then you act upon it as well, then I don't, I don't, I mean, I think it'd be very difficult to reach your full potential as a human being in all aspects. Interesting. I like that. When you have a year like this where, you know, I want to talk to you about the camera loss and then beating him. And I want Chenzo to kind of, I want to talk about that also because Chenzo's really good at provoking the Jordan Oliver episode was just phenomenal. And that was all Chenzo provoking those questions. That was, that was J.O. Just talking, talking yeah, but, stuff, man. But you knew what but questions yeah. to ask him to get him going. All right. So with that hold being on. said, no, hold on, hold on. One more thing. What? Hold on. So now that you've had all this success, is that helping you kind of stay like as soon as you went through like he can be a five-time ncaa champ he can be this he can be that like there's a lot of pressure to be better every single time next time like more okay i won this i have to go in this does that kind of keep you i don't want to say humble because you seem humble but but having that proper perspective of knowing god you know that something very low can happen the next day or very high and we kind of maintain and don't get too high or low. Does that help you once you have this amount of success? Um, I don't believe in pressure. You know what I mean? I feel like I feel like pressure is something that you put on yourself. You know what I mean? Because like I don't care what anyone thinks. You know what I mean? Like if it's the fans or like you know what I mean. I'm not the diverse me. I'm I'm doing my thing. So like whether it's a a win lose or draw, like I'm out there representing myself and and my team, my coaches and my family and God, you know what I mean? So there's no pressure. I mean, I know all my capabilities. I'm going to get better every single second. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, I mean, I don't have pressure. I'm going to go out there next year. I'm, I'm going to do my thing. And then it's the same thing as every day. Yeah, man. And, and you could tell that. I mean, I could tell that from your wrestling too, just from how you compete and just how, from how you wrestle in the room and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think we create a good environment for that too. No, 100%. Yeah. Cause like, I feel like our environment too, like at Penn state, it's just like, it's kind of hard not to like, not to be your best version. You know what I mean? Like you have to almost try like not to be like good. And <laughs> like, like, I mean, like also some of the other guys, younger guys in your class, you know, they did, it seemed like they did feel some pressure just because 
you know, the rest yeah. of Penn State. Um, but you seem to do a good job to, to kind of separate that. Like, you know, I'm me, but I wrestle for Penn State. Yeah. But I still, I'm, I'm going to be me. I feel like that too is just, I feel like that's a mindset and like a belief factor. You know what I mean? Cause like I'll hear guys talk, you know what I mean? Like exploring the season, like, yeah, like I'm going to haul American. And I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Like that doesn't make sense to me. Like you're already, you're already putting yourself, it's lower than other people. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I don't care if it's freaking the incredible Hulk. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Incredible match through. that would be. You know hey, what I mean? like, do you think you do you think you could beat the Hulk? Yeah, one hundred percent. I think you could 100%. too, man. I think you could too. 100%. All right. So after Big Tens, after your finals match, what you know, what were your initial thoughts after that? I was like, dang, I lost again. Like, that was my first thought, but then I was just like, I was just um, I was talking to God, and I was like, yo, I mean, like all right, like, I don't like losing, you know what I mean? Like, I want to calm down, you know what I mean? So I was I was praying a little bit, but then I knew I was a better wrestler, you know what I mean, the whole time. I made a lot of mistakes in that match, a lot of technical mistakes. So when I watched the match, I was like, all right, like, I can fix that, I can fix that, I can fix that, you know what I mean? And then also, like, me too, like, there was never, never a second where I thought that that kid was better than me for like for like at any point you know what i mean so i just made all the adjustments that that i had to make and taking that into you you know with ncas was that was that your main focus or just like you know kind of you seemed like you were real calm you know when you were going out there yeah. and you just kind of had like i could tell that you were going to do very well just from you know how your your presence was really just like yeah. Like leading up to that so did you approach ncaa's really differently than you did even big tens and earlier in the season with your matches no i mean it was the same approach that that like it, it's the same approach that's why i practice the way i do and that's why i train the way i do because not not wrestling approach mental approach mental approach it, it, it's the same thing like i practice like i'm ready to go you know what i mean like it's the same it's the same mental approach as i do like in all my matches, you know what I mean? So like, that's just building reps in my mind. You know what I mean? Like you go to the gym and you work out, you get stronger. So like I build my mind like on an everyday basis, you know what I mean? So yeah, like yep. I didn't approach it any different. That's good. Do you think that for you, you know, if you don't have pressure, what's your expectation for yourself? If you lose a match, and you're the better wrestler is the expectation that I have to win the next one. Cause if you think you're the better wrestler and you know, you're the better wrestler and you lose, is it strictly you versus you? Or is it like, okay, he he's done this. I now have to do this. Cause I heard you say that, like you make adjustments pretty quick, which obviously yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's me versus me. So like, say if I'm wrestling, it's Chenzo, you know what I mean? Like he has heavy hips. So like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rush with him like, oh I have Chenzo, he has heavy hips. Like I talk to myself, all right, when I get to his hips, it's like, all right, can you finish this? You know what I mean? And then if I wrestle it's whoever, it's just like they have certain skill sets that like I have to get through. You know what I mean? So like it is me versus me and like it's everyone versus themselves. So you really think of it as yourself kind of just like adapting through scenarios, not really. De it depends. Yeah. It depends on the person, but it's more so the scenario that you're in. Than, yeah. Than yeah. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, cause like you can win every position, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like 
just win every position. That's the way I look yeah. at it. I like that too. Yeah. If I asked you your favorite match, I know I've asked like I've asked some people what their favorite match was, and I'm always anticipating like maybe the biggest result, like okay, winning NCAA's. And I forgot what match Chenzo said. It was like a, I wouldn't say it was a quarters match. Like it wasn't the match I would have said, okay, beating Imar. Do you have a favorite match so far? That's a good question. Um, I'll, I'll probably say the NCAA title. Yeah. I felt yeah. the, uh, for the it NCAA makes title. sense. It's a it good does. answer. It does. It does. I mean, that'll be most people. Most people that you know get that level of success would yeah. say that I'm sure. It was, I mean, it was my favorite match for my emotions, but like not with my wrestling. Mm-hmm. What yeah, was your favorite I, match with your wrestling? Um, probably the one where I got to pin at Big Tens. It was like it was Maryland, I think it was. So I like pinning guys, and like I didn't get many pins this year. So pinning people is um, always very fun. Yeah, that's, that's always a good feeling. So. so I, I previously said that probably my favorite match throughout my college career um, was my quarterfinal match my freshman year because I got taken down in the beginning right in the whole first period and I had to get like a few takedowns throughout the match to win and I got a late takedown and that was pretty much whenever I kind of believed in myself that I was able to you know bang with those guys so yeah. that was a pretty pretty good moment for me I would say one of my favorites but it's a little different for everybody yeah that's pretty cool all right so changing topics iowa's bringing their squad back you oh, guys have this you guys have the squad back plus more how are we feeling i think i know we're gonna win next year as a team and all all of our individuals as well because all those guys are just like they're just getting older and you know what i mean i feel like <laughs> <laughs> you're getting younger yeah i don't know i just i don't I don't think they have any. Hmm. Can you can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, when when you see those guys, <laughs> no like, hesitation, just yep. Yeah. <laughs> when you like when you see those guys walk around, you know what I mean. It's like they if they try overly hard to like have like it's this tough guy look on them. You know what I mean? Which is like I look at those dudes. I'm like, dude, like I'll slap every every single one of you guys. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> even the coaches. You know what I mean? So like they. Try Part of it is be this tough guy, and like I feel like with our team, it was it was very young this year, and I feel like next year they're gonna have more experience under their belt, which is gonna lead to some more belief in themselves, and I feel like it's gonna be a whole different, whole different, a whole different ball game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like the sound of that. Another year, yeah. Like, you know, the guys just get a little tougher. You know, figure a few things out, but yeah. that's another year for some of their younger guys too. Yeah. So either way, you. Yeah. yeah. So Chenzo FaceTimed me on the way home tonight and he had a, a, an idea of doing word association with you. Mm-hmm. I've since thought of three words. So Chenzo, because as I'm sitting here, I, I was thinking about three. So okay. if you want me to do my three first or we can alternate, I'll do one. You can do one. All right. You go. Do you first. Have, do you have three in your head? I could think of three on the spot. Okay. No doubt. I'll go first. Pizza. What do I do? You just whatever first first thing, first thing, first thing, comes thing to that mind. comes to your mind. Terrible host. We didn't acknowledge the rules. <laughs> first thing <laughs> that comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. Word association. Come on, bro. Yeah, my bad. All right, pizza. 
It's bellyache. <laughs> I like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's funny. Fair. Yeah, yeah. All right, dodgeball. Dude, that was my second one. <laughs> his answer was his answer was win. <laughs> was that your answer? Yeah. Wait. Hey, if you would have played with me yesterday, we probably would have hey, won. Let's run it soon. Let's All right, we'll do it. Carter has a cannon, almost as good as mine. Really? Like... <laughs> I've heard Mark Hall. Mark, listen. When Mark... I'm there watching, Mark Hall is the number one target. Mark hasn't been in the room for a while, but neither have I. Apparently, <laughs> Mark Mark was a savvy player. You know, yeah, he didn't. He didn't. Very, ha- very smart. Yeah, he didn't really have like a rocket arm, but he could catch. He he's very good in pos- certain positions and stuff like that. Kind of yeah. like his wrestling. It was sneaky too. Yeah, it was kind of like his wrestling. Well, yeah. we walked in. This was like a practice. I can't remember how long it was. Maybe like a year, a year and a half ago now. And as literally as you walk in the room, all I heard was Kale yell. Get Mark Hall. That's all you hear. And then it's just, it's a common theme. All right, next one. Iowa. Lose. <laughs> all right. Here's a good one. Mark Hall. Here goes. <laughs> yeah, man. That's our guy. All right, here's here's my third one. RBY. Squirrel. <laughs> Squirrel, my that dude's super fast, dude. He's a bouncy ball. Seriously, <laughs> he's like wrestling a bouncy ball. He's all over like the place. He's like a little. It's bunny so rabbit. funny when you wrestle after him, and all the commentators like basically call you a big RBY. Like, look at he looks just <laughs> like him. His feet, he's doing the same feet thing, and it's always that you wrestle right after him. So it's yeah. like you see Roman do something, and then you do it, and they always and... make that. It's never like you wrestle than he does, and they call him a little carter yeah yeah they used to call mark the big chenzo (laughs) (laughs) back to back just like that that's that's funny all right my last one grilled chicken everyday eats (laughs) that's that's power right there that is power right there what is how do you guys put your grilled chicken on the traeger so I smoke oh. everything. Primarily. He smokes everything. No, I see your food on like on social media. Yo, this dude's life, yo. <laughs> it's he the takes, little things. He takes it to a whole nother level. It's, it's easy when I work from home. So I'm home all day long. So I can cook. I don't have to go out and I can experiment with things because number one, Traeger is a great brand partner. They've sent me all sorts of stuff, pellets, rubs, sauces, you name it. So it's not so bad to they go by the up. meat when you have a free Traeger, free free pallets, free everything. It makes you want to experiment, and food's easy to experiment yeah. with. But there is a, a Traeger barbecue sauce called um, apricot. Apricot Ooh. sauce by Traeger with chicken is the most amazing thing. You want to hear something crazy? Is that out of all the sauces they sent me, I'm not going to say I didn't like that sauce, but that was my yeah. least favorite. Which ones did you like more? I like the uh, I like the the spicy ones. The uh, what I'm a spicy guy too. The Texas spicy, I like that yeah. one a lot. Um, I forget what the other ones were, but I can't believe you didn't like apricot. Did you get Traeger no, Q? I, yeah, Traeger Q is good. Yeah. Um, no, apricot's good. It's just not my favorite. And to answer your question too, by the way, it's <laughs> chicken with bacon on top, cheese on a pretzel roll. That's the sandwich. 
that sounds good. That sounds super good, but yeah. What's, has... your favorite, what's your favorite dish? All around? Yeah, like yeah. A, t- a tomahawk steak. What was your last meal? Tomahawk steak. What are the sides? That's important. Um, um with a tomahawk steak, garlic mashed potatoes, garlic bread, and Brussels sprouts. I need to eat dinner. I haven't eaten in a while. Yes, what's yours? I would go with the, um with a burger with bacon. Ooh. But like but like it has to be like a nice juicy one. You know what I mean? Yes. Like not cooked all the way. It has to be like has to be like you know what's kind of weird is that a lot of us, um, by us I mean just NLWC or Penn State guys. This was this was two days say, ago. Would say a burger, and I don't know why. That looks money. Wagyu ground beef, that Snake looks River Farms. You, Were you always into cooking? What's that? Were you always into cooking? No, I was. Uh, I lived in a loft downtown, and there was a lot of restaurants right nearby. So I ate out all the time. I would go across the street to an Italian restaurant called Branca and constantly eat there. When my wife and I started dating, and then when we got engaged, and we spent so much time together, and I moved back into the suburbs into a house, I started cooking a lot. At the same time, I knew how bad Bo wanted to. Um, he loves that. I know how bad Bo wanted to be involved with Traeger, and Traeger is a sponsor of another client of mine, Jim Miller, UFC fighter. So oh, yeah. I got in touch with the with with uh, Traeger. Made the connect there, got Bo hooked up, and in the process, I got hooked up with Traeger. And when you get a Traeger, you're hooked. Like you just, it becomes your number one hobby. And I just got so into it. I just, I don't know. I'm obsessed with it now, but I was never good. I'm actually trying to, I'm actually trying to find a video right now. Chenzo, in the meantime, tell him about our next sponsor, and I'm going to try to find this video for him. Wait, we, our, our next sponsor. Well, Attack was the... <laughs> okay, so... The next one of the show. Okay, okay. You guys know we're grooming ourselves with nothing but the best. And lately, that's the Lawnmower 3.0 and the Weed Whacker. I actually have them right here. Hold on. Yeah, I had them upstairs. I was going to grab them. And my nice little my nice little Manscaped travel bag. You get one nice. of these bad boys with that. Clutch for so, travel. Yeah, huge money. So we got... We got the uh, lawnmower 3.0 and the weed whacker here. Oh, I'm knocking my mic all over the place. Both super awesome. Use them all the time. Clutch. I actually just, I just used the weed whacker today. Um, and so lawnmower 3.0 and weed whackers. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels and is now available in the USA, Canada, the UK, Australia, New Zealand, and the, I, I think that's supposed to be Europe. Um, we have an exclusive offer for our audience. Use code Chenzo, C-E-N-Z-O. Carter, I know you're big into self-grooming. Code yeah. Chenzo, C-E-N-Z-O, to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Join the movement and the other 2 million men who trust Manscaped. Seriously, I think these products are awesome. Um, we wouldn't be or wouldn't, wouldn't have any sponsors on this show that we didn't you know, fully believe yeah. and trust and you know use. So this is awesome for me huge go-to they have a bunch of they have a bunch of good stuff everybody needs all right so we're audio's fixed man what's going on here so yeah i fully trusted my manscape lawnmower 3.0 these things are money
There's something that everybody needs a personal groomer. You need to groom yourself, especially the weed whacker, like nose and ears real quick. Just take care of it after a shower. Or, you like get all the edges and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So this is this is more for your body than your face. Well, I mean, the, this, law- this, the lawnmower is for your body. Weed whacker does like here. Put up your nose, ears, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. No, they're they're good, dude. They're legit. I, I highly recommend. So yeah, and so if you need to buy a groomer, if you need a nose and ear hair trimmer, uh, support the company that support the wrestling community. Obviously, Manscaped is supporting this podcast, so go support Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com, promo code Chenzo. Not Senzo, but if you want to use Senzo, you can. It's spelled the same. It's spelled C- the exact same. C-E-N-Z-O. You get free shipping and 20% off. Oh, hey, you want to hear something crazy. So I'm uh, I'm at those Olympic duels this weekend, and me and Eric Thompson are just walking past, and he does this thing where he calls me Vincenzo all the time because he knows <laughs> it just irks me. And we're walking past, and this dad or whoever goes – Hey, Vincenzo. And then Thompson goes, it's Vincenzo and corrects him, <laughs> tells him my name wrong. I was, I was at 11, dude. I, <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. It's, like, it's funny because my wrestling coach, Bill Jocato in middle school, I'm seventh grade. I'm not a good wrestler, but this is the guy that you want to be around. Like everybody looks up to him and he started calling me Bosh instead of Bash. And it it picked up, and literally, I'd say for the rest of my life, sixty percent of the people say Bosch, and forty percent say Bash. A lot of people ask me about Bosch all the time, too. Hundred percent. That's <laughs> and I don't, I don't care. Like that's what they say. It's all like Bosch, Bosch, Bosch. Only people that know me for like a long time start saying Bash because they hear it somewhere. Yeah, I can. I couldn't even tell you how many people can like actually say my last name correctly. You know what I mean? That's why every other time I hear somebody commentate it, it's Starachi one day and then Starachi the next day. Yeah. I'll hear all types of things. Like they'll add like an H in there somewhere. Like they'll, they'll like add their own name. Like, oh, like. <laughs> all right. So my favorite, my favorite thing for my name that I've picked up on is if like, if I'm out to eat with a bunch of people or something like that, I will get my card back last every time because the waiter or waitress won't read off my name. They'll read off everyone else's first and give it to them and then just process of elimination. Give me mine. Why? Because they don't want to try it. Really? Yeah. More strategy. Yeah. Who are no, you going? I, wait, who are you going out to eat with? Like aside from just the, Luke Garner, because that's just the, the easiest name ever. Just the boys. <laughs> anyone here. Well, Bo Nickel, you think that's a tough one? Okay, that's true. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I guess everybody yeah. has like Pretty, stupid just, easy names. Anybody? I guess I just never looked at Vincenzo as a tough name to say or guess. It it is for most. On spot, I feel like, dude. Yo, if we combined our names, it would be pretty dope. Vincenzo Strasi, yeah. That'd be super. That'd be super dope. What are you cooking for us, Justin? Whatever you want. (laughs) I'm down. Whenever. Yeah, I know. We can roll up to Buffalo. Rochester, but we can go over to Buffalo. No, we can roll to Buffalo. <laughs> a yeah. buddy of mine actually just went to a local place and sent me a picture of their burgers. I'm so excited. I'm like, I don't want to get cocky, but like going back to petty competitiveness, I said, I will crush that burger. <laughs> like you, they cannot cook a better burger than me. So him and his wife came over and I asked him like 10 times, like, all right, who's the better burger? And it wasn't until he was telling some of our mutual friends where our mutual friends came up and said, 
yo, Mike said he had like the best burger of his life there. And that's I'm just like, all right, like that, let's go. That's my petty competitiveness. Yeah, that's funny. Not the not the marketing company for twelve years. Although I get competitive about that, but cooking. That's something to throw hands over, just like FIFA. Yeah, what is like the neighborhood dad? Like, is it the white Nike Monarchs? That everybody says mm-hmm. like yeah the dad shoes yeah <laughs> the dad shoes if these come out you know it's gonna be good good grilling oh yeah I should get a pair of those just whenever I go start grilling I so my just so my food tastes better can we get Nike <laughs> to sponsor the podcast that'd be great get a couple pairs get some ad reads man we need to make that happen all right so Carter so what what's next for you now um just enjoy life a little bit um. It's train get better. I see my family and do some camps and then and to get better. And then I'll be at the senior goal team trials. What well, weight? 79? Yeah. I uh, see I, I've been seeing you in the weight room a little bit. I thought you were thinking about going up to eighty four. Yeah, um, no. Stay up at eighty six kilos. No, not in the cars. Yeah. No, not, I mean if I get taller I will. You know I mean? Okay, yeah. Most people get taller in their 20s. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you never know. No, I I think I think Nick Lee got taller. And he's he does yeah, look all know. that all that wood shot. <laughs> Aaron's yeah, it's, I think it's the, the the water carrying too. Yeah, Aaron is growing. We're all just getting taller. I think I'm getting taller too. <laughs> I think it's a bummer that nobody's going to the open next week. Though I totally get it. And I know some people are going, like, I think Mark Hall's going. Um, there's only across men's freestyle, Greco, and which I say men's, women, and like Greco. registrants. There's 60 across all three styles. But part of that was because USA Wrestling announced today that they're changing it to a one-day tournament. So that was part of why Titan Mercury oh. and the NYAC didn't register their guys yet because before they booked flights and hotels – Knowing that it was going to switch to a one-day tournament, they wanted to finalize that. Also, like the timing of it is just—I don't it think very good. Like yeah, we need to push that back a month. Like there needs to be another month in between those for sure. There, there should definitely be another couple of weeks. It's interesting too because so much is on the line. Junior nationals is actually like the junior world team trials. The juniors who win the U.S. Open are on the junior world team. And the seniors who win at the non-Olympic weights are on the Pan Am team. So there's a lot in the line for a tournament that's so quick right after everything's just happened. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just been weird with USA Wrestling how, like, they kind of just announce stuff, like, abruptly. It's just like, like, hey, like. Bang, I know bang. they they get mad at me sometimes because I'll find something out and I don't unless it's public somewhere like I hear this stuff like I knew I was going to a one day tournament for three days. I'm not going to put it out before them, but I'll tell them sometimes like, guys, you got to announce when this is going to be like I get it might be more difficult right now because of COVID, but you're talking about the last chance like nobody knows when it is It's in three weeks. Hey, hey, like like your sweatshirt says, just keep it rolling, dude. Right. Content, content, content. Just keep it rolling. Carter, how into or not into are you with social media? I'm not into social media at all, really, but I definitely need to start upping my game with it, though. You know what I mean? You you are posting a little bit more now. I mean, yeah, a little bit more. I mean, like, I'm just like, I'm just like not into it, really. You know what I mean? Because, like, 
I'd rather, I'd rather enjoy the moment. You know what I mean? Instead of being on my phone all day long. Cause like I see Roman, like when, like when we're hanging out, I'm like, bro, like there's no way, like, like you're having fun. Like you're just like, on your phone all the time, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't like that stuff, but like, I'm going to learn how to use it all more. Yeah. So I can, I can build it's a tool. Brain. You definitely yeah. have to learn to use it. You know, I, I've had a number of talks with people that have a similar perspective towards it. And my summarized thoughts are you can definitely learn to balance creating content and consuming it. I think right now Roman's doing a little bit of each where he's creating it, but he's also consuming it a good amount. And I think it's because he enjoys it and he likes engaging, but definitely anybody who, you know, like yourself, maybe wants to be more in the moment. I think you can still like you're in a place where you could schedule a post out for the next two weeks and you get crazy good engagement because people want to hear from you. You know, there's yeah. a lot of ways to leverage social media and not, I think where a lot of people get hung up is, is consuming it. When you start consuming more than you want, or it starts becoming a distraction, it's usually from what you're consuming, not what you're putting out. Definitely. If there's, an element of privacy like i want to live my life and i don't really want people to know x y and z but from what i've seen the less you consume it i think the more freer you'll be to to put stuff out because you're not just sitting there watching it like some yeah. people love that i think many need to just like if you look at snyder he he doesn't even tweet some of his own stuff like he's working with brands that put it out for him and he doesn't even I don't think he looks at it too much at all, but I definitely think it's it's one of the things that I admire athletes for right now is learning to balance that both how much can you leverage it and not getting distracted by it. Because I know when I get a negative tweet or something, I read it and I try to like put myself back into a perspective of like, this doesn't matter at all. But he's into the haters, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he says we, he says we tweet sometimes. He's like, "Look what this guy said to us," and I'm like, like yeah, "Who cares?" Like, but I need it. I need to hear that because I'm not like I've never had the level of importance publicly like, where like, someone cares at all to be negative. This guy's name is like Tim One Hundred, and is like Abby's just like a blank thing, and he's like, it's like like following 17 followers zero <laughs> look what this guy said about our show and i'm like dude he didn't even listen to it <laughs> like, yeah 100 he's just trolling yeah yeah I, I think social media is funny though like with like i kind of like the um all the drama you know what i mean i think it's funny i don't see a lot of it though because i'm not on my phone that often but yeah. when i do see it and i come across it like i think it's funny you know what i mean like it was I read one of the comments on, on my post after I lost the Big Ten Finals. You know, someone commented, he, he was like, um, how does it feel losing to your own shadow? And like, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, that is kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah. I, I, um, I liked your one comment, so I posted a picture of us in St. Louis like years ago. And then you comment and you said my turn next or like I'm next or something like that. Yeah. No, you said you said my turn and then yeah, and then good. I then I commented your turn on your picture. Yeah, I thought that was, that was, I thought that was cool, bro. I see cool. that picture like that actually fired me up too because like I think we were um we were actually in the arena and we were touring the place mm. and then I seen that picture and I was like, yo, like it's 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 one my turn. It's go time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's go time. Yeah, that's where it can be fun to consume it. Like when yeah. when you're surrounded by people that inspire you, it's fun to see what they're doing that you might not get to hear 
or you might just not, it might not get brought up in conversation, but when someone shares it and you can see it, I think it's pretty yeah. cool. I'm definitely a fan of social media though. Like I definitely think it's important. It's good. You know what I mean? Cause like you get to watch like a lot, a lot of cool things. So I'm a fan of it. I just don't use it that often. If, uh, and if you're on social media, go check out my most recent post with uh, the boy Carter himself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like me, you and Mark. Yeah. <laughs> I share out pretty much your posts instantly on Bash Mania. And I mm-hmm. wanted to say like a preview of tonight's episode, but on the off chance, like anytime I do that, I feel like an episode falls through. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm not jinxing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's happened a couple of times. So yeah, I don't even, everybody always wants to know like who's next, who's coming on. And I'm like, Hey, you'll find out when the next yeah. show comes out. Yeah. Should we tell them who our next? No, our next guest is the quintessential. Won't happen as soon as we say it. Yeah, because <laughs> that's how he. That's how he be. That's that's how he is. But I'm excited for that. Yeah. All right, guys. Any any final boy, comments? But... Final thoughts. Favorite desserts. This this is important. Lava molten cake. Oh, that sounds good. I'm not gonna lie. Well, that well, after is tomahawk steak. That's right. the meal. <laughs> that sounds like I'm gonna sleep for 12 hours. After <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going right to bed after that one. I'm not. I'm not a big dessert guy, to be fair. Really? Yeah, no. Like I don't. I'm I don't not either. A lot of big ice cream guy. Not, not either. No, I have a molten cake probably like two or three times a year, and that's it for the year for desserts. So, so like you're you stick to the molten cake though. Yeah. No, that's it. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only dessert. <laughs> If I get somewhere and it's on a menu, I get it, and then I'm good for like three months. Like the couple who came over a week or two ago and had the burgers, the wife made brownies was an amazing brownie. I'm good mm-hmm. for two three months. <laughs> yeah, I don't see like I don't eat that stuff ever. Like cookies, brownies, things like that. Yeah, like, I'm like I'm the exact opposite. Like I'd rather eat it's dessert over like actual food. Like see, I'd rather eat like you said pizza, bellyache. I'd rather eat pizza than like. Hundred percent. I'm a two time a week pizza guy. Oh really? Oh yeah. We've got Twice a lot a of good week? pizza up here. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, we don't have we don't have any here. So. No, nothing can stay college to eat honestly. <laughs> I go get I go get roots and chipotle. So what's your go to dessert then? Literally anything that has sugar, honestly. <laughs> Dude, so like I, I like candy though. Like I'll eat like gummies and stuff like that. Yeah. You ever right. have um, it's peanut butter blossoms? Nah. No, but I'm in for peanut butter. I'm, I'm, I'm on for peanut combo. butter. Yeah. yeah. You guys gotta check those out. Like that's that's a game changer for sure. I'm gonna write it down because I, I like perfect bars. That's a good dessert. Yeah. Those are Reese's is the king. Reese's like the Reese's. Reese's well, treat. we've talked about Reese's fast. You can use a Reese's the best candy bar. Peanut butter blossom, though. So like, all right, I'm gonna one. get one. Let's look it's into a, it. My wife does not need an excuse to go get me a dessert. <laughs> <laughs> she will get three just to find that one. <laughs> but all right, so Carter, um, we talked about you know short term plans moving forward, but what about you know what are some long term plans? You know, um just wrestling throughout college, maybe thoughts after college, anything like that. I know you've got got some time left for sure. You know, you don't want to think too far ahead, but. Not for sure. I mean, I definitely want to win NCAAs every single time, Worlds and Olympics. And then after I do all that, I'll probably go fight. Just go punch some people in the face. Yeah. After I win win that belt, then I'll just just live life. And then I don't know. 
I love Willie's reaction, Chenzo, to you saying you want to fight. He's like, you fight? Yeah, I was like, oh, I'll dabble. We'll see. We'll see. He was Wait. so excited. And lucky for you, we'd probably fight at different weight classes. Because I would just run away the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah. I would just back up, yeah. I actually like fighting. It's actually, like, it's fun because mm-hmm. you can – because, like, in wrestling, it's more of a grind where I have to grab you and I have to move you. Where in, in fighting, I can, like, I can move at a certain angle to, like, have you move at a certain angle, too. You know what I mean? So it's, like, less – it's, like, less um, – less, less, getting less getting your neck and back pulled on. Yeah. So like, a for lot sure. A lot less of that. It feels great. It feels great on the knees. It does. <laughs> I feel like it's easy, too, honestly, though. I mean, way. it could be. I don't know. I haven't done it learn all the technique and stuff like that yeah that's what i'm saying like if we get there and yeah. then maybe if it is easier i don't i can't make a statement on that yet i don't really know <laughs> i mean you see guys like it's kamar russo one of the bell and like he wasn't that good of a wrestler he was a solid wrestler but he's a monster in the cage dude he's a beast, no, he is. He is. He's yeah, a beast. but you look like what wrestlers are doing in mma right now is just wild oh we have kamaru and uh masvidal this weekend Oh, is that this weekend? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We got Kamaru. Kamaru and Masvidal. What's up? Who do you got? I got to watch uh, I got to watch some of the shows, like the pre-shows to lead up first. And then, and yeah. then I'll make my, then I'll make a, I'll probably make a prediction later in the week on, on the podcast, but. You have seen better. Are you talking about watching? Yeah. I got to watch some embedded, some interview stuff like that. Then, uh, then I'll probably pick the wrong person after that. Wrestling should do a lot of stuff like that too to like help grow our sport. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man. Like, there's so many opportunities for us to like help grow our sport. That's just like, that's just content. Like, if we were, if we recorded ourselves at the trials, you know, yeah, honestly, um, just our practices, like weight cut stuff like that, going like how there's 30 of us at LA Fitness in the sauna. You know, with just a yeah. bunch of people looking at us, like, who are these guys? Like, yeah, the sport like, it's kind wants of funny. it so bad. Like, Tr Foley like told me, if you can get one of your guys you're connected with to let us follow them, leading up to the week of a big tournament, we're all in. Like, they're in. We're getting to the point to where creating content and building those storylines. Like, that's why I started this podcast to try to get more stories out there from the sport. Like, the more stories that you hear. And the more you can connect, like that's why some of the fights are so great because you'll watch embedded and you'll get to know the fighters mm-hmm. leading into that week, and you're yeah. that much more invested now. You're following more of them. Like, yeah. They have guys. They have guys like Dominic Cruz showing technique on like ESPN Plus and stuff like that for fighting. Like that's that's awesome. Yeah. You know, like we don't we don't like that would be like if we you know had a big just say the the David JB match um, coming up. And they did behind the technique, you know, with Dave, like behind, behind, behind JB's double. And they have a top tier wrestler, you know, breaking down technique of what Jordan's going to be looking for in the match. That's cool stuff. Yeah. We don't, we don't have that. It helps people who like don't know wrestling, like understand what's going on. Yes. And that's, and that's what we need because people who know wrestling and our wrestlers will always be into wrestling. The people that you know, that we're trying to grow to have no idea what it is. I'm not going to lie. I can't watch wrestling. Like, I don't find it fun to watch at all. I do sometimes. Like, I watch – I like watching, you know, my teammates, people oh, yeah. you know, that I'm invested in, you know, people that are exciting to watch. But what were you we talking about? Uh, a while ago, like, Big 12s. So it was, like, a third-period ride out. 
Like that's that's exciting for some people, but not the general public. Well, yeah, and that's why I, I got like kind of started the debate on Twitter once again about folk style of freestyle. Like I tuned into a random duel, and if you don't know the storylines, it's just it's not. If you don't know the storylines and you're tuning in and you're watching a guy on top and he's just kind of riding casually and the guy on bottom isn't doing much, is waiting for the period to end, it's not exciting. Just all of Carter's matches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so fun for those guys on the bottom, though. Oh, no. Hey, listen, I can appreciate that grind ride, dude. That's hard yeah, to do. And, it, and the thing is, is like <laughs> there, there's, there's aspects to wrestling – Wrestling is a very selfish sport. To be successful, you have to be very selfish. But to be entertaining, you often have to be selfless. So it's a tough thing for wrestling and wrestlers when you're taught to be selfish and do everything it takes to win. And to be entertained, fans want you to be as selfless as possible. It's yeah. a tough balance. You could do both and just headlock everybody. Yeah. You can do both and just have like everybody. That would be that would be pretty exciting. I don't know. I'd like that to see. That. Yeah, I feel like folk style wrestling though helps you like have a more have more self defense. You know what I mean than than actual freestyle wrestling. So I feel like I like folk style for that, but I feel like freestyle is more fun and there's a lot more action going on. For sure. Yeah, more I free think, flowing. Yeah, I think folk style does more to somebody. Like if you are going to wrestle and you're gonna learn. Folk style is the best. Watching, I think freestyle is the best. Yeah. I agree with, I agree with all that. Yep. I'd rather watch freestyle, unless it's a really good folk style match. And you can end a match quick in freestyle, too, and not, and not grind a lot of wins out. You know what I mean? Where yeah. guys are stalling and all that it's, stuff. Yeah, it's hard to text somebody in 20, 30 seconds in, folk in, a, folk style. Style, in a folk style yeah. match. I don't, think I, I don't think I've seen it done. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, final words. Uh, I had my final words like 20 minutes ago. so That's true. Carter, you got you had your final words with our dessert recommendations. I now want a molten cake. Any other <laughs> final words? Um, all glory to God. So. Awesome. Guys, go follow Carter. Encourage him to post more of his content. Go Carter, follow. What's your, what's your Instagram handle? Do you know off the top of your head? At Carter Storacci, just my name. So pretty simple. Yeah, pretty simple. If you right. can spell it. But we'll link it up below. We'll spell it out in the description so you don't have to think. Easy. We'll think for Easy. you. And follow Chenzo. And if you want. If you want to. Only for the first person, I've heard they might do a camp or a clinic together if you DM them ASAP. The Chenzo Carter Clinic. That'd be fun. We could do that. Also, Chenzo and I talked about something that if you live in the Rochester area in June – there might be something really, really fun coming. Mm -hmm. Don't want to give too much away, but there's something fun coming. That. We might be we might be cooking something up. We might be Carter, cooking you can something come if you up. Want, yes. Right. You can come if you want. Wagyal burgers United. will be on Ooh. the grill. I'm there. Yeah. Final thoughts are uh, burgers on the grill. That's it. With a <laughs> molten king. All right. Later. With and that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. If you did enjoy this episode of the podcast, be sure to leave a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on more episodes. For more wrestling content, be sure to follow Bash Mania on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And follow me. I'm at jbash on Instagram and at justinjbash on Twitter. And the beat goes on.